We are grateful for you. If you haven't experienced some kind of anxiety or depression or mental health issue in the past few years, you're pretty lucky. We've definitely seen an increase in depression and anxiety, trauma, um, and also an increase in grief and loss. Your mental health and your physical health are so closely tied together. We know that, um, you know, when we have a better uh, state of mental health and wellness, uh, we're maybe more likely to be able to monitor some of our chronic conditions or prevention of those chronic conditions. And we want to make sure, you know, with our partnership with public health that we are able to help the community access the resources they need to help with healing and they will go to find a provider. We're not alone and we don't need to be hopeless. There are many community partners. We are a community filled with providers and community partners who are ready, willing, and able to support our mental health. Barriers that we see, one is really just lack of knowledge, which is why this directory is so great to give people a direct point of access to go look providers in their community or people that look like them or people that specialize in certain things such as anxiety or trauma or depression. And if they aren't able to find who they need on the database, they can connect with us directly so that we can help demystify this process. This cannot and should not happen, and it is unacceptable. We're gathered here together to end the murders in our city. You ever watch Ninja Turtles and you see Raphael is, is down? That was my Raphael, man. He fought with me for you. So I don't know what we're trying to prove with 10 in the record books already. But I'm telling you, there's no coming back from that. I'm willing to work with anybody as long as you are on the side of the team. People who have small and large organizations that are working to stop the violence. If you are part of one of those, off, those organizations, we ask you to call the mayor's office at 502-574-2003. Good morning. I would like to welcome and thank our guests. Others, hope for coming to support our school with the efforts in becoming a Purple Star Award School. Do you have anyone in your family, people that you care about, who are in the military or have been in the military, please raise your hand. Look around you. Isn't that impressive? We have cousins, we have aunts, we have uncles who get deployed around the world with the military, and that affects children more than anything. Thank you. child is hard. Uh, moving from school to school, this is actually their, this is his fourth elementary school. This is an opportunity for the community to embrace military families. When we support our military and their families, we are thinking win-win because we support them and they support us. We're really proud to be here today and to see Bates be part of the Purple Star program. Knowing that the boys will have the support that they need at this school, it's amazing.
we are taking action to get illegal guns off of the streets of Louisville, to make Louisville safer. When a crime is committed with a gun, LMPD seizes that gun. Under current state law, that gun is then auctioned off by the Kentucky State Police. These guns that are used to commit crimes end up back on our streets. And too often, guns that are used to commit crimes are used to commit another crime. That needs to stop. This gun was used by a 17-year-old child in Louisville who attempted to kill another 17-year-old child. Right now, state law forbids us from outright destroying these guns. That's frustrating, disappointing, and dangerous. When we seize drugs in our city, we don't put those drugs back on the street and give them to a different drug dealer. We destroy them. Why don't we do the same thing with guns? I want our city to do our part and permanently destroy illegal guns that have been used to commit crimes once in our city. Once is too many. This is a movable closure we use for training purposes. And today we're gonna to kind of show how these pieces are put together and how they work throughout the city. The flood wall closure, the concrete structures downtown, you have the vehicle traffic that goes through those. These are gonna be the movable pieces that fill in that roadway that protects from the Ohio River from that water coming up on us. So what we're doing is putting these pieces in to block that water from the Ohio River. This is the street box, and this supports the truss. So these are checked and inspected periodically and make sure everything's intact. This large section here is the panel that goes all the way up to the top. So that's gonna hold the weight of that water back when the Ohio River comes up. Once the panel gets embedded into the abutment right here, that'll get wedged in there and there's seals on those. And then there's gonna be wooden wedges that go in to push that back against the purlings here. These will be installed by specific crews that have been trained and they practice these every three years. Closures are just one part of the system of flood protection and making sure that our residents are kept safe during a flood event. We are the childhood-led poisoning prevention program at the Louisville Metro Health and Wellness. Lead is a naturally occurring metal that has profound effects on human beings, especially young children. When people are exposed to this, it's a, the equivalent of experiencing a traumatic brain injury. So we should all hope to do something about this. If you find a lead hazard in your home, fix it. If you don't know if you have a lead hazard in your home, find out. If you don't know what to do, call the health department. Marty Carter will certainly help you know what you should be doing. This is a lead test that we pass out within our program. You can take this home and use it on any surface in your house. This does require white vinegar to activate the ingredient. So you just fill this up with vinegar to the line. Okay. There's a line right here. Okay. The substance that's in this bottle is non-toxic. So if someone should ingest it, 
you know that it's not going to hurt them. You don't want them to do that, but sometimes you find yourself children put everything in their mouth, so you have to watch your towel while you're doing this. You want to put that top on there securely and give this a shake, shake, shake. So this is one that we hand out. There are other lead testers you can get on the market. These are essentially one use. That's the problem with these. They come with two capsules in there. You break the lower end, then you break the top end. As soon as you use this and it detects lead, you can't use it anywhere else. However, this spray bottle, uh, once you add it with vinegar, you do the mix-up. This is good to use for an hour, and you can go around and you can test multiple surfaces. This came off. Thirty seconds, Metro TV. Thirty seconds. Good evening, everyone. Uh, I'd like to call to order uh, the Louisville Metro Council's regular committee of the whole meeting, March 2nd, 2023. Will please come to order. The time is currently uh, 523, and the meeting is being held pursuant to KRS 61.826 and Council Rule 5A. Uh, Madam Clerk, a roll call, please. Councilmember Hawkins. Present. Councilmember Shanklin. Present. Councilmember Rashad. Present. 
Council Member Arthur. Present. Council Member Purvis. Present. Council Member Baker. Present. Council Member McCraney. Here. Council Member Owen. Here. Council Member Mulvihill. Council Member Kramer. Here. Council Member Blackwell. Here. Council Member Syme. Here. Council Member Fowler. Here. Council Member Chapel. Here. Council Member Reed. Here. Council Member uh, President Winkler. Here. Council Member Parker. Council Member Piagentini. Council Member Benson. Present. Council Member Rui. Here. Council Member Ingle. Present. Council Member Hudson. Here. Council Member Flood. Here. Council Member Batshawn. Present. Council Member Ackerson. Council Member Mulvihill. Mr. President, you have 23 and a quorum. Yeah, Madam Clerk, please let the record reflect that Councilman Mulvihill and Ackerson both have excused absences. So noted. Uh, first, I'd like to go over tonight's agenda. Uh, first, Councilman Baker, you've got a recognition of the National Panhellenic Council. Uh, then you and I will recognize Mr. Leroy Ford, uh, who is the public works equipment operator that helped stranded and father and daughter uh, late last year during a major snowstorm. Um, Madam Clerk, do we have any addresses to council? Yes, sir, we have one. Okay. Uh, the consent calendar comprises I, uh, items 19 to 24. Would anybody like to add or remove anything from the consent calendar? Okay. Not even your girlfriend, Connie. Uh, old business comprises items 26 through 31. Uh, there are two items for planning and, zero, and zoning, Chairwoman Flood. Thank you, Mr. President. And I will be stepping out of the room uh, when that is done and turning it over to uh, Councilman Scott Reed. He did run that portion of planning and zoning, and I will be abstaining from the vote because um, the first one has on as, as part of the ownership is the Roman Catholic Bishop of Louisville, and I'm on the uh, board of uh, Catholic Charities, so I will be abstaining from that vote. And the next uh, item on zoning is a companion to that piece because the backup for the opposition is actually the written for both of those. So therefore, um, from advice from the county attorney, I will abstain from both and I will actually leave the room. Perfect. Councilman Reed, anything you'd like to? Uh, no, Mr. President, both uh, passed with unanimous vote. So pretty routine. Thank you. Uh, there are two items for budget and appropriations. Councilman Blackwell, I think just stepped out. Uh, we'll come back to that. Um, there's one item for committees on committees. It's the social media policy. Councilwoman McCraney, uh, do you want to speak to the social media policy? Yes, I will. Do it now. If you just want to give a quick, quick highlight. Yeah, it's a resolution um, updating the employee handbook to include a social media policy. And in the past, Metro Council has operated on the Metro IT social policy. So this will kind of put us up to date and take into consideration uh, the provisions of the First Amendment protections for both Metro Council and uh, users and the members of the public and kind of guide us for the proper use of social media accounts that we have here at Metro Council. Okay. Thank you. Any questions about that? Uh, there is one item from Labor and Economic Development. Councilman Mobile not to catch you right when you walk in. And Madam Clerk, please let the record reflect we've been joined by Councilman Mulville. I can come back to you. Um, it, yes, I believe we have um, the, uh, it's an incentive. It's granting of incentives. Okay. 
We'll come back. Uh, Councilman Fowler, you've got one item from government accountability. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not up to date on that right now. Can you come back to me too? I <laughs> uh, can. Councilman Blackwell, sorry. are you back? Councilman Mulvihill. Councilman Blackwell, <laughs> you have two items from budget on the agenda. Ready. Um, item 20, item 29 is uh, simply uh, an old business because it was amended for additional support. So that's a, a regular appropriations one. And item um, 28 um, was uh, an, yes, an amended, an amended schedule A to change uh, some of the dates for um, when we um, had originally put um, dates in for uh, the expenditures of these items that were already approved earlier for our funds. Councilman Arthur, do you want to give any comment at this point? I'll just say just a quick overview. I'm concerned about pushing this through. I'm sure you all saw the announcement that came earlier from the mayor. Some of those items were not explicitly outlined in this ordinance, and we weren't discussing them in the budget committee last week. So I'm talking with the administration now, and hopefully we can get some clarification on that. But if not, I would move to hold it or potentially send it back to committee. And I'm happy to have that talk tonight on the floor. Councilman Mulvihill. Uh, sorry, thank you, Councilman Arthur. Are there any questions related to that? Okay. Now, Councilman Mulvihill, you've got one item on old business. It's the NDA. Yes, and this was held uh, at the request of District 8, and who's not here, and District 4, who is here tonight. And I believe there were some changes uh, made or suggested by Greater Louisville Inc. that were now included as part of this. And as far as that, I think, and I'd ask, uh, defer to Councilman Arthur if he's ready for this to proceed, but I believe it's ready to go, but I'll defer to him. Thank you. Councilman Arthur? It's ready, and we'll have an assistant county attorney uh, express some of the changes that were made by GLI, but thank you all for your support. That's the only reason this is on old business. And the, those amendments, I think, are already loaded in the system, and um, so you can review them. Uh, any, I'm sorry? Yeah, okay. Um, any other updates on legislation? I, I'm ready to speak to the item in GOA. Yes, Councilman Fowler. Um, thank you for the time to look that up. Um, so this is uh, pertaining to the lobbying ordinance. The um, Ethics Commission reached out to me about a timeline that they were not going to be able to meet, and this is just basically extending that timeline for them um, so that they, um, you know, can get more information and um, meet that deadline. It's a, new, it's a new business. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, couple other updates. Uh, if you didn't notice, the District 8 seat is vacant. Uh, those applications close 5 o'clock tomorrow. Um, there, there's a couple extra days where if it was postmarked that it can arrive. Um, as of right, at least as of last check earlier today, we had 14 applicants. Um, once that closes on Friday, 
The county attorney will review uh, the applicants to make sure that they are eligible. Uh, as soon as they complete their work, we will send out uh, the list of eligible candidates. Uh, you should already have an invite on your calendar for 4 p.m. on March 13th. That's when we will have a special committee of the whole to conduct the interviews. Uh, I think, uh, actually, Steve Hag had a good suggestion. Uh, we will do our best, number one, to keep them at the 10-minute limit, but also sort of dispense with the procedural sit-down. I'm going to brief them all in the conference room before we start. They're going to get the spiel one time, and then we're going to come in and, and move them through. So hopefully, you know, that will uh, keep the process flowing. Uh, and then in our regularly scheduled council meeting two weeks from tonight, on 6 o'clock on March 16th, uh, we will presumably vote uh, to fill that vacancy. Any questions about that timeline or process? Okay. Uh, friendly reminder on the sexual harassment uh, prevention training. Um, any staff members uh, will need to complete the employee training, and Edwin sent this out to everybody's office where you can register, uh, but there's an employee training for any staff members. That is due by March 20th. And then council members uh, and any managerial staff need to complete the supervisory training uh, as well, which is due March 30th. So um, council members, you have to complete both, okay? Um, you know, managerial staff and the uh, Edwin, et cetera, Sonia, have to complete both. Your staff has to complete just the one. Finally, on uh, April 13th, uh, so this will be post-spring break, we will, when we filled the District 8 seat. We will have the photographer back uh, to take full council pictures. Uh, they'll take full caucus pictures. Uh, I think they'll be able to take any headshots if anybody needs a retake or anything. Uh, but mark your calendar, um, April 13th. They will be here. Um, Arden City Hall, the application deadline closed on February 27th. A uh, special thank you to Councilwoman Chapel and Councilman Hudson. Uh, who are representing council in that selection committee. Uh, so if you're unhappy with what gets selected, you know who to blame. Uh, if you're happy with what gets selected, uh, you know who to thank as well. Um, so they're reviewing 40 artists' work. Uh, I think you did some today, and I think you're doing some tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they'll make a list of their top 10, uh, and then the that'll be narrowed down to five artists, and the final five artists who are selected uh, receive a $500 honorarium. Uh, in appreciation for them letting us display their artwork here in City Hall for uh, the coming year. We are optimistically hopeful uh, that that will all be completed uh, and we will have art hanging in two weeks by March 13th council meeting. So um, if it's not hanging by then, blame the two that were uh, <laughs> doing the selecting. So a um, couple of birthdays to recognize uh, in very short order. Uh, Councilman Fowler uh, on March 7th, soon to be happy birthday. Uh, Amy Luckett, March 11th. Uh, and do not forget Sophia White, uh, March 15th. Does anybody else have anything to discuss? With no further business, Committee of the Whole uh, is adjourned and we will reconvene at six o'clock.